1: Welcome to Unlocking the Magic. We have a great show for you today. We are going to share our recent experience at Disney's California Adventure. And I have so much to say. I don't know if 30 minutes is going to be enough time. I
0: thought you were going to say you were super excited.
1: <laughs> you knew I was going to. You knew I was going to. Then but you stopped I stopped w- yourself. I did. I totally did. So California Adventure explores seven exciting lands that bring Disney life Disney bring to life Disney and Pixar stories and characters through amazing attractions entertainment and dining I think it's like four
0: exciting lands three are debatable yeah
1: I was just reading off their site and it said two most recent additions which we saw which is uh, Buena Vista Street and the awe inspiring Cars Land which we saw there's also the Paradise Pier and so much so much to do and see over there so I know that we had, you had some reservations going to California Adventure, so tell, tell our listeners how that was.
0: <laughs> I didn't have any reservations about going to California Adventure. I wanted to go to Disneyland.
1: Right. That's what I mean. You gave us a hard time. That's what I should have said.
0: I was like that kid. You know how they have those movies when like, the kid gets taken away from the parents and they have their arms reached out? No. That was me backing into California Adventure, reaching for Disneyland. Like, oh, why are we doing this? We should be going over there. Please this don't is leave a mistake.
1: me. <laughs> yeah. This is a mistake. I don't know yeah. this
0: guy. He's taking me in here.
1: Hey, you know what, though? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have the same feeling. I know that once was not quite enough, although we got to do so much and we got to see so much in Disneyland. Seeing it the first time was wonderful, but you really get that, you really get to absorb it when you go. Again, and I think that that's what you were craving, you know, some sort give it, you know, maybe take your time going through things certain night, you know, certain attractions and yeah we, we went to, the,
0: yeah, we went, it was really busy, so we didn't get a chance to do everything there and it was really busy and um, it just so happened that the day we went to California Adventure the day we went to Disneyland, you walk in to buy the tickets and then you walk into the promenade and to the right, you can go to Disneyland and to the left, you can go to California Adventure and the day that we went to Disneyland, like those two lines almost were merging into one in the middle.
1: <laughs> it was It was long and yeah, this is a
0: big promenade if you've never been there it's It's not like it's 20 feet away
1: well I know the kids were really excited and I, I was looking forward to something different but I agree with you you know it's really hard to make that decision as you're you know I never realized I guess until we were there that to your right is Disneyland and to your left few steps is California Adventure I really didn't I know a lot of people told us but I just I don't know what I expected um, but it was a Tough choice, I think. And, you know, what did you think? Okay, so you made the decision. You went into California Adventure Park.
0: I didn't make the decision. The decision was made for me.
1: The kids made the decision. I have to say, when I saw California Adventure at first, I was really, really excited. It was actually a very comforting feeling because it reminds me of Hollywood Studios. It does. And the thing
0: that I liked about California Adventure is you walk into uh, the gates And you walk in down, you know, the promenade there and you see right to the get to the end, you see the statue of Walt. And I really think that this part of this statue and plaque that's there in the center really should be more prominent and be everywhere. It's the statue of Walt Disney and he has a suitcase with him. And it basically there's a plaque that basically says, listen, I packed up all my things and had forty dollars in my pocket headed to Hollywood to pursue my dreams and wasn't going to let anything stand in my way. And look what happened from that. There's the two parks in Disneyland. Uh, and then all everything everybody knows about in Disney World. And that was all from him you know, taking a risk, believing in himself, and really going to pursue his dream. And look what happened from that. So I really think that that should be more prominent. And that's the whole Buena Vista Street and that statue and the whole area in the beginning there. I really love. Because, you, like you said, it reminds us of Hollywood Studios, and we love that.
1: Whoa, did you just did you take a breath, breath at all? I don't know. Did I? No, you were so excited. It was really nice to hear you so passionate. Usually, I'm like that.
0: All right, I'm done now.
1: <laughs> You're exhausted. I'm sorry. I was just teasing you. You're right. <laughs> but I, I, I do feel that same connection and I, that same passion as you. And it's really nice to that they have the statue there and that they did this new. I can't imagine what it must have been like any different you know we didn't this is our first time seeing california adventure so i don't know anything different other than the way it's set up now but it was it was pretty great it was very comforting though i definitely felt like i was in hollywood studios for a while you like um, the
0: old style theming of? i love yeah, no, no no Street. like you would have loved to yeah. have grown up in that era
1: liked is an understatement loved felt at home you know all of the above so walking through it, it was really neat it was really cool, and I loved to see it. I loved us. I loved the trolleys. That's the one thing that stood out to me. That um, so the difference between Hollywood studios, they don't have that um, red car trolley in the middle there. That was cool. That was seen that, and we we have a, a an interesting story to talk about with that as well. But uh, back to the Statue of Walt, we did take a picture of it and shared it on our Facebook page, and many people liked. The, the picture commented, our kids even, I mean, what an incredible leap of faith that Walt had, you know, just very little money in his pocket, and just a dream, and really made it happen, and I'm so glad that even though California Adventure is not, there's no s- historic significance of the actual park, in other words, Walt Disney did not have anything to do with creating it, it's nice to see that. They capture the essence of his message, and right? I like, and that. That. I like that. They a lot. did
0: do that with like Hollywood Land and um, Buena Vista Street, especially.
1: Really cool, really cool. So overall, so much to talk about. I don't even know how much time we have here. So let's talk left. about. We walked
0: down. The first thing we did was, I mean, there's a great Starbucks there. I think it's one of the better Starbucks too in either parks anywhere because it's humongous.
1: Had to visit
0: Starbucks, right? What um,
1: an ingenious idea! So
0: that's right to your right, and then we walked down Buena Vista Street towards the Tower of Terror and. The theming of that street reminds you of the streets of New York in Hollywood Studios.
1: Yeah, very comforting for me. It is because Hollywood Studios is our ultimate park, and you know we visit so many times, but it's definitely it never gets old. So being there, it's kind of nice.
0: It's part of like one of the only parts of the park where it's it's kind of just about walking down the street and looking around. You're not like running to get to an attraction, unless you're running to get to Tower Terror, but. It's kind of Tower of is around the corner a little bit down the end. So you know it's there, but it's not something that you can see that you're making a beeline to. So people kind of just seem to be walking around in a relaxed manner down that street, which is nice.
1: It is really nice.
0: Except for when the trolley comes at you and they don't stop and you have to run out and get out of the way.
1: <laughs> they, they, yeah, they don't stop. No, you got to be careful. It's like the buses the in New York.
0: Yellow ones don't stop. The red ones don't stop at California Adventure.
1: Learn that the hard way. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Everyone's yelling at me. <laughs> um speaking of the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, well, while we were there we got to ride it you know, probably one of the very last times where it will be the Twilight Zone and they were they were actually working on it while we were there at first Bruce and I thought everyone thought that it was closed. I Realized that at the time it was listed in the pamphlet, and usually when before you enter the park, they list um, the attractions that are currently being refurbished. And and Bruce said, "Oh, the Twilight, or was it you or maybe the kids I think pool, it, it. One of our daughters said, it. "Yeah, the Twilight Zone wasn't on there." So we thought, really, it doesn't even. It didn't. First of all, we heard the rumors of it, you know, being refurbished. So, and then when you look up, you could see these workers. How many feet in the air? I don't know. I didn't want to A even lo- think about it. Very high on scaffolding, working on the Tower the of tower, tower And then we saw the the attraction and the ride open, and um, we could see the, the well, people you see, up there yeah, screaming. Yeah, you see, like, the
0: scaffolding on the sides, and it's covered up. And all of a sudden, you just see the door open, and people start screaming. And then the door closes, <laughs> and you don't see them again.
1: Which, by the way, made it a little bit more scary. It was as if the attraction was really, like, ma- they were working on it maintenance-wise. So.
0: <laughs> right, like they were sc- scaring because it was broke.
1: Yeah. So. What did you think about that? as far as the attraction overall? Yes. I No, I you you
0: <laughs> to put it in a little I, context. You don't like the whole dropping aspect of the Tower Terror. You love the theming of it, but you don't like the ride itself.
1: Hate the the uh drop. I always get my stomach goes up to my throat, but I love the whole concept of the of the Twilight Zone. I love again that era. It's like it speaks to me. Um, what I prefer is the one in Walt Disney World because it gives you a little bit longer, uh, it gives you more of a t- chance to get settled. And there's more of that movie. So when you're on the Twilight Zone in, in Walt Disney World, you go through sort of the corridor of the hotel. In Disneyland, no, I mean, I'm sorry, in the California Adventure version, no one told me or I didn't realize that the sequence starts Pretty quickly. Well, it just goes so, up and down. It
0: doesn't move through the building like the other one does.
1: Yeah. So I expected it to move. And then all of a sudden we were dropping. And mind you, what's the deal with there's no pockets for your stuff? No-
0: <laughs> I don't know. All, all I know is that I didn't know that either. And I had, you know, like one of those little carry bags that you have. Um, that yeah, you the string bag. Yeah, the string backpacks. And I had it on the ground. And I had no idea. Like, this is the first time we've been on this direction. Never been on anything like this before. And it just dropped. And all of a sudden I know as my bag's flying, all my bag flies up and just lands on my lap right in the middle of the ride. <laughs> and I was like kind of shocked me because I didn't know what the heck it was at first. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was my bag.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I might have mentioned, Bruce, there's no place to put your bag because in the Walt Disney World uh, version in Hollywood Studios, there's a pocket right under your seat. You can store your items nice and tightly and secure because, okay, this is the thought that goes in my mind. I always have the – the pocketbook that slides over my shoulder. And I always feel like in that attraction, it will go up and like choke me.
0: (laughs) Well, usually I'll secure my backpack, you know, under my feet or I'll, you know, hold it tight in my hand. And I was, but it happened so fast. I was expecting to like move through the ride, like in Disney world. And it's not, it's just like you go up and down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I just,
0: it just happened way too quick for me.
1: I didn't love it. I didn't love that. I loved it. Oh God. The thing that I liked about
0: this trip to Disneyland and California Adventure, the two combined is I like the fact that we didn't know what to expect. Like that was the best thing for me. Like we went on all these rides, and even the rides that are the same name as the ones in Walt Disney World are different. So you never really know what to expect when it comes to you know even the queues. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know how long the lines were. You know, you see the line outside of the building, but you don't know how far in that building it goes.
1: Which says a lot coming from you because you sort of like to know usually, and that's kind of how everything got started and how we got, you know, we started going to Walt Disney World so many times. It's like you prefer to know what's coming and what to expect and routine. So it was kind of strange for all of us, including myself, who loves to plan. I really didn't do much planning. I just kind of showed up. Right. I didn't even have a map of the park, really.
0: I know. We didn't talk to anybody on the show or do anything like that. <laughs>
1: I mean, other than that, <laughs> I didn't write anything down per se. We only had and...
0: 7,500 emails about tell- people telling us what we should do and expect.
1: Where was the email about the Ferris wheel? I just want to know. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we get to
0: that out. after. So after we left the Tower Tower, which was a great attraction, I loved it. I thought it was great. We walked through a Bug's Land. Now, what did you think of a Bugsland?
1: Adorable, but I prefer it at night.
0: Yes, definitely better at night. The one ride that I loved, which I thought was – you know, this and just to say, this is if you if you have smaller children, this is a great place for you. I mean, our older kids, we let them kind of go off and we were doing our live show there. We said <laughs> we kind of hung out right in front of the walk through the park a little bit and uh they went to this and went on all the attractions and they loved them. But it's I think it's a, for maybe a little bit of a younger audience.
1: I agree, but it had a lot of charm, I think, and they appreciated that. Maybe if we were regulars and we were going to California for an adventure often they probably would have skipped it
0: right i thought heimlich's choo-choo train was hilarious
1: i can't even pronounce that so kudos to you heimlich good job yeah, I, I can't it. i don't even know i was looking at it and i was saying how do you do this
0: <laughs> but i thought that was <laughs> a, that, that train ride was cute
1: it was adorable i just wish it was you know two minutes longer it was kind of just one little loop it, it was, was one
0: little loop it but was, it, was it was really funny, really though.
1: cute yeah, it was super cute.
0: So you leave we left Bugsland, we're heading through the path, we're heading over to Carsland. So we finally make it to Carsland. And this is in the I mean, morning. there's plenty,
1: plenty that we're skipping over here. This is a quick run through.
0: What are you skipping over?
1: I mean there was the jumping jellyfish. There was the um few other attractions that were there in the Bugsland, but whatever. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, let's keep moving. <laughs> keep moving along. <laughs> let's
0: head over to Bugsland. Uh because this is where I almost said Bugsland. This is the what our kids really wanted to go visit.
1: Oh, yeah, this was a fail. Are we going are we going to share this information? Yeah, let's
0: share it right now. So we went to Carsland and it was pretty early in the morning. I think the park opened at 9 and we got to by the time we went on the Tower of Terror and got over to Carsland it was only like 10:30, 10:45 at the latest. I don't
1: even think it was that late, but yeah.
0: And we head down to you know, what's the main attraction that you want to go on when you get to Carsland? Radiator <laughs> obviously springs, is racers,
1: radio right? springs yeah
0: so we head down there and the line kind of goes down like you can see the whole radiator uh the street the whole street and at the end is where the racer car uh, attraction is and you take a right so you can't really see where the entrance is so we go all walk all the way down there and you pass flows and you pass the cozy cone and cute by the way yeah it's very cute and We look at the line; it's fifty minutes for standby, and we're like, oh, "No, 50 I think minutes.
1: it was—I think it was a little bit longer, but not by much." Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so maybe right, sorry.
0: let's sorry. say an hour. So it was let, an let, hour. I'll
1: let you tell the story. We I'm
0: just sorry. got there; and it's really hard
1: for me not to jump in. You know, I know. <laughs> Good.
0: We get there, and it was just early morning. I'm like, you know what? Let's come back. Maybe it'll, the line will go down a little bit, and when we come back later, you—it was
1: your—I'm giving—I'm—I'm I'm making sure that our audience knows that it was—it was your fault. Okay. <laughs> I just went along with it. I said, okay, you're right. You know what? It is kind of long. We'll just come back.
0: <laughs> All right, finish the story. Can I? Yes.
1: Thank you. Wow, I was really being patient there. Um, so as disappointed as the kids were that we weren't going to visit the attraction right away, they did realize that that's pretty long wait. I think it I think it was above 50. I want to say it was between 60 and 70 minutes. Not too bad, but enough where we knew it would take away from us looking at some other things because we had, at this point, walked past a few other attractions that were a lot less of a weight. So just like in Walt Disney World, we assumed, you know, usually in Walt Disney World, the later it gets, the seemingly easier it is to get on the main attractions. It, the crowd level definitely dwindles down usually people with really, really small children seem to, you know, call it a night come 9 o'clock. So whereas this park was open till 11, I thought for sure we'll come back. And I preferred to see it at night anyway. Um, make a long, long story short, when we came back at night, the fast pass line wrapped all the way down, for those of you that have been to California Adventure, where the Cone is located no, and that was, to flows, that was the, around the, oh, the flows, flows. flows yeah flows the they, the woman the cast member there was holding a sign that says enter here for fast pass well literally. i asked her, it's
0: it's basically goes by flows to where there's a viewing area where you can see the cars going by this is what
1: nine 30 9 30 9 o'clock ish, maybe 10? it was just yeah get, it was
0: just after dark okay and i had she had a sign it said fast pass and i'm like how long is the wait for fast pass it was a two-hour wait for fast
1: pass. <laughs> fast pass
0: I said, girls, what? I'm sorry, but there's no way we're getting on there. We will go. A... We'll be here till next. We'll be here till November.
1: Yeah, to pretty get on. much. <laughs> Poor kids, I they know. were disappointed. They were so bummed because
0: that's the one thing that they wanted to go on. But we did go on the other ones. We did go on Luigi's Luigi. Rollick and Roasters.
1: I, think, I was gonna say we did. We did spend time though in Cars Land, which I think they appreciated that more than anything. I mean, I know they were bummed we didn't get to. go. I was bummed I didn't get to go to Radiator Springs. But I think overall, uh research, you mean. Yeah, racers, uh, spring racers. I think overall they they enjoyed themselves. And 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 by the way, that Mater attraction. Let's just talk about that for a second.
0: Mater's junkyard jamboree.
1: Let's just talk about it because from the waiting area. So when we were waiting, I don't know what was happening the day we were at California Adventure, but it seemed to be that almost every attraction that we were uh, waiting in line for. Were, was going down for whatever reason. So there's two spots where this attraction – so it's a it's a usually quick line. They load them in and load them out. Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. But one of the areas was closed down for a significant while. So finally it opened up. So it seemed like we were waiting forever. So as we were waiting in line, I'll be honest with you, Bruce, I wasn't really excited to go on because I'm looking at it and thinking, it's cute, but, you know, yeah. it looks – wasn't anything
0: exciting didn't look exciting at least from the outside
1: it looked like a toddler attraction you know and I thought you know great I did want to experience it but I didn't I don't know if I necessarily wanted to go on an attraction like that and wait for so long cut to the chase Bruce you took one of our kids our other two girls went alone and I uh, went together and I went alone and I will tell you I have never laughed so hard (laughs) it was fun I thought at one moment I got really confident and I thought this is because when it spins, it really spins you. And I don't know this if they refurbished it somehow or made it faster, if this is always how it was intended. But I put my arms up in the air, and I went flying across the sea. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah, just, I did just, the same thing. So it was don't, much... judge a, don't judge a book by its cover. Thank you.
0: What did you think of the Luigi, Luigi ride?
1: Adorable. I thought it was cute. It was cute. I wish the spinning at the end was a little longer. But, again, because the time – It takes to get on the attraction. I was
0: fascinated by the tech of there. There's no, nothing. The cars are just kind of there. Yeah. And they go along this whole routine that's choreographed and it all goes together. And it's, if you think about it that way, if you look at the, just the ride as just sitting there, it's not that impressive. Exactly. But if you think about the whole technology and the atmosphere that goes along with it, it becomes a little bit more impressive. So that was cute. And then what, uh, so then. Soren. Yeah. Soren. We went, so after that, we went back to Soren, a little bit of disappointed. So we wanted to get a fast pass for soaring. I think I got a fast <laughs> pass earlier in the day, and that's the only fast pass we got for the day.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, and then we went finally on the new soaring, which is soaring over the world,
1: soaring around the world, around the
0: world, and which I
1: had been craving forever because I know I'm such a spoiled person. But when we were soaring over California, it was beautiful. But I remember saying like I wish they could change it up somehow. And take us to different areas and change the movie up. I don't know. I'm, I was throwing it out there, and just so happened that Disney heard me
0: and changed it up.
1: <laughs> changed it up. So it's now soaring around the world. And what'd you think? So this was the first time. So I think this is the same version now that they include in Epcot. I'm pretty sure they they changed it this way in Epcot as well.
0: I thought it was great.
1: I, I thought it was great too. I mean,
0: and we sat on the bottom on the right side, which is probably the worst spot ever.
1: Right. If you're gonna have to pick a seat, which you can't really, you know, you, we didn't get the most ideal location, but Well, you I can thought- usually
0: pick a seat. If sometimes if we're the first ones to go in, I'll ask the the cast member, you know, where's the best seat? And they'll they'll let us sit there.
1: I think it was like that one time though. Right. Bruce. But it just so happened that
0: we were the the exact opposite. They were like, Oh, right. we have five seats, you guys go.
1: <laughs> there Dang. you go. Yeah. <laughs> um but I thought it was really incredible. I really – when I got off that attraction, I really felt just – it was – we re, we really were immersed in every landscape. My favorite was actually when we were flying and there was the uh, fresh-cut grass smell. Yes. Which I'm not typically a huge fan of fresh-cut grass smell, but this was – we were at that point soaring over Africa and I just thought it was – it was perfect I really loved that attraction a lot
0: the one time um, that got me was when we were going to over the Eiffel Tower towards the end and that's when I got a little tingly like it. you really felt like you were in the air yeah you were high up
1: Whew, and then I was yeah. like
0: thank god I'm not on the top
1: I'm the only one I swear I'm the only adult that goes on there that also puts the bottom laps through
0: through your legs <laughs> 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 so you don't slip out
1: excuse me ma'am you don't need to use this oh uh, yes I do <laughs>
0: it always takes kind of an extra <laughs> 10 minutes to get out of there
1: it really does so, so much to talk about. We still have to get um, over to the Paradise Pier area. We still have to talk about some of the food that we tried. I mean, there's just so much. What did you um, think about
0: Grizzly Park? Because that's to the right of, so you walk out of store and you kind of head over towards Grizzly Park and there's uh, a water attraction there and then there's, I don't know how to explain it, but there's.
1: It's a challenge trail, really. Yeah. It's called, it's, it's called Redwood, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail and it reminded me a lot of. I think like it reminded me a little bit of certain things that you would see in Animal Kingdom. You know, where the bones. Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of that. It's just maybe a more grander scale.
0: The nets were fun. There's like these little cargo nets that you climb through, and you have to go up, and it's fun because I don't know what happens to people, but as soon as they get into a cargo net, it's almost like they don't have arms and legs. (laughs) They're like a baby who just learned how to walk.
1: You know what I love most about being here? It really made me realize how simple things can be and so simple attractions can be. They don't necessarily have to be these these elaborate attractions and you can have the most fun.
0: Right. But that you was know, fun. I,
1: it reminded me of a little bit of something you'd see in the Animal Kingdom and a little bit of Tom Sawyer Island. Right. Which is Tom Sawyer's Island is one of my favorite things to do in
0: it was like a game. redwood tree version of Tom Sawyer's Island.
1: It was cute. It was a little spread out. I had wished it was a little more, because when you enter it first, it almost looks like you're going to be off into the wilderness. Right. But then it, it essentially is just like one big room. I well, guess. There's no Not space room, there but...
0: because the hotel's right behind it.
1: I know, but I wish there was some kind of like corridor. Go to Disney to... World then. Okay. Jeez. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of rude.
0: <laughs> well, if you want more space, that's why everything's kind of close together. There's no space All right, in there.
1: all right. I'm just throwing my two cents. Hey, listen. You you know, we clearly have Disney people listening. I got Maybe a
0: little defensive she's...
1: there. You did? <laughs> we, got, we got the soaring around the world happening. So come on. Let me put my two cents. Maybe it'll happen.
0: All right, all right. You You're
1: welcome. It. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> all right,
0: so after that, we headed over to – I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we uh, – I'm looking at the map here in front of me, and there's a lot of attractions that we didn't get a chance to go on.
1: One thing we didn't even mention was when we were in Hollywood Land, we saw Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully, to the rescue. And I will say, what a cute attraction!
0: It is. cute. That was
1: the one that we sit inside. It kind of has a figment type feel. If you're in Epcot and you you sit in that car and you go through, and there's like all these different senses that come at you. And I thought that they did an incredible job. I was really I was really entertained. You know what attraction. I thought of?
0: We interviewed Rolly, which is coming out in a few weeks. You said his name right. Bro, uh, yeah, <laughs> And Proud of you. There's a part of that attraction with all the mirrors It made me think of him. Not after, obviously, we didn't talk to him before we went, but he was mentioning there was a part uh, candle shop with an all illusion. the mirrors. Yeah, an illusion. And that was in, uh, if you think about it now, it was in that monster's attraction. The doorways. Right, the doorways. It door looks like ways. there was like a bazillion doors in there, but there was only really one line of doors.
1: That's right. You're so right. I really love that attraction. I thought they did a really great job, and it, it, it's it's suitable for all ages. Like it entertains the little the little ones and all the way up. Yeah, you know, it's great, which I love. I I like that um, a lot. So, all right, I know we're kind of zipping through really fast, but we really have not a lot of time, and we we have got,
0: to we got time. We're we're, we're good on time.
1: Okay, so let's just let's get to the chase. I have to talk about Paradise Pier.
0: All right, so let's do, What is Paradise Pier exactly? Let's explain it to anybody who hasn't been there yet.
1: Okay, Paradise Pier is a very charming it reminds me of a charming boardwalk that you would have found in the nineteen fifties. sixties, fifties, sixties. And I thought it was absolutely breathtaking. When I saw it seeing pictures from seeing pictures online and everything really doesn't do a lot of justice. When you're there, you really feel like you've transported in time and it's the simple things in life that really make a difference. And you know, they had a, a lot of retro looking attractions other than the roller coaster that wasn't super retro looking but i thought it was adorable they had games going on the boardwalk which we didn't really take uh time to play any of those games but that was neat to see it had a little mixture of disney's boardwalk yes you know with a little zhuzh
0: (laughs) a little excited (laughs) a little bit more excited version of disney's boardwalk
1: yeah yeah exactly Um, if disney's boardwalk incorporated some of these it would be quite the uh but there's Quite a lot the of attractions
0: There's a lot of attractions in that area. There's Toy Story Midway Mania. There's the Paradise Pier roller coaster, and then there's Mickey's Fun Wheel.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a few others too. I can't pronounce this one, It was one of my favorite. Golden. It looked like a rocket.
0: Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Zephyr. The Golden Zephyr.
1: Is that how you say it? Yes. I by. That's how far... I'm saying it.
0: That's how I say I... it.
1: I listen. The way you say it is obviously the correct way. You jumping jellyfish. That attraction i i saw from a distance and i thought that is the neatest i want some type of car to look like that it looked like an air streamer slash monorail that was flying in the air the zephyr yeah it's it the coolest thing it was relaxing a little, little scary it's a little hairy when it started to really fly out because there's the no side. doors on the
0: side and you're like you really hang over the edge and you're <laughs> and you're kind of up a, a one story and then it it, as it goes faster and faster around, it almost is like the swing attraction where it kind of goes out. And as it expands out, you're kind of looking down towards the water.
1: All right. I can't figure out if we're just really getting old. Don't answer that. Or if these attractions really don't look like what they seem from the ground. Because when we got off that attraction, I thought, why was I scared at any point?
0: I'll, I'll give you a little like uh, what they say at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. What's bit, of that? bit of both.
1: Bit of both. <laughs> So speaking of that, we've got to talk about Mickey's Fun Wheel. All right, enough's enough. we got to cut to the cheese. This attraction, you can see it from miles away, it feels like. If you
0: see any picture of California Adventure or Disneyland, you've seen the Ferris Wheel.
1: Okay, this is an iconic attraction. Now, let me, there. Let me
0: just say this. Initially, I didn't want to go on it.
1: Well, you just don't like Ferris I Wheels, hate, and neither I, do I.
0: Listen, I did, not only do I not like Ferris Wheels, I despise them.
1: Despise? Yes. Being be- because of the height? Yes. Yes. That's it.
0: It's not because they did anything wrong to me.
1: It's just the height. Yes. But here we are in Disney California Adventure and looking from the distance, the kids are begging us to go up on this attraction. And I think, you know what, Bruce? Mickey Mouse is there smiling at us. This has got to be, we've got to do this. Well, here's what
0: happens. Every time you look at a Ferris wheel from the ground, you look (laughs) up at it and you're like, that's not that bad. Like it doesn't go that high. And then this fun wheel has, it's a little bit different. Every other basket that you sit in is solid and it just stays there and it goes around like a traditional. It's a gondola. Yeah. Yeah. But then every other one has this swing contraption going on it that I don't know what it does, but it does something weird. And
1: listen, I did not want to go on
0: that. In the beginning, I was like, hey, listen, I will go on this, but I'm not going on the swinging one.
1: No, I don't even think we even noticed the swinging one until we got up. close Listen, and the i kids noticed it because i said
0: i'm not going on that
1: <laughs> all right so here's here's a long-winded version of the story now we we, we said okay fine if bruce is going to go on a ferris wheel it's certainly it's certainly going to be a mickey mouse ferris wheel without a doubt and how bad can it be i mean mickey mouse is there smiling at us representing it's going to be amazing so we finally get up there and then we started getting second thoughts Our oldest two decided that they wanted to go alone, and we were totally fine with that. We said, you know what? Have a ball. Right. Until they realized they would have to sit with strangers, and because they wouldn't allow to, just because of the capacity. The park was busy, and they didn't want to have only two people per gondola. Right. So they begged us to go on. And Bruce and I, and I'm sure some of our listeners must have been there watching us, pretending they didn't know us, because we were kind of arguing with our kids with each other, because we're thinking there's no we'll go on fine there's no way we're gonna go on the swinging one, just making it clear, which upset the kids blah 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 and finally somehow we they convinced us to go on the swinging one so because from the bottom, I mean it's high, but at least the ones that swing are in the middle. it doesn't really so, look
0: that high when you're not on it.
1: Yeah, and then and you get so, on it and
0: it goes up and then something happens to you.
1: Okay, so we get in. We're sitting in there. We're very comfortable. I will say the gondola. By the way, I want to mention that on the Walt Disney World site, it says Mickey's Fun Wheel is one of the one of only two quote Wonder Wheel Ferris wheels still operating in the U- U.S. The other is what the is that? original. Wonder why the heck I went on this thing? Yeah, the, the original 1920 Wonder Wheel at Coney Island in New York, which acted as the design inspiration for Mickey's Fun Wheel. Just. Quick FYI. So we get on this. They close the door. They let us go. Everybody's smiling. I mean, people are coming off in this thing. Happy cast members are adorable. And we get up. What a What do you think? How many feet? Seven. Were we in? Okay. The thing makes the loudest noise and slides from one end of this contraption to the next, with such a strong swing. And, I, and I, I am sorry. I apologize ahead of time, Bruce. But I did blame you for being a heavy guy and for the reason we might have been swinging more than the other
0: ones. Everybody on the first wheel hurt. <laughs> I'm,
1: so, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's your fault.
0: It feels like um, if you could imagine what it would be like to go on a, like a railroad car, on a railroad track, and then down a little bit of hill, and then all of a sudden you just go off a cliff. That's what it felt like to me.
1: That's <laughs> quite dramatic.
0: It, it, listen, that's what it felt like when I was on there.
1: With with no seatbelts or anything to hold on to. There's not
0: even mm-hmm. any bars in there.
1: Okay, so here I am. My fingers were too big to go
0: through the cage.
1: <laughs> I can't. We're going to have to stop the show because I can't stop laughing now that I think of it. We, my hands were, I was clawing the cage in the back. One hand on the cage. My arm wrapped around our kid. And then the other hand on the bottom of the seat because you have to. I had. I thought. I thought this is it. <laughs> this is it. Goodbye. In my
0: head, the rational part of my brain, which is really it was a rational? Yeah, yeah, which is tiny, says, "Listen, you're gonna be fine." But then the other part takes over and is like, "What are you doing on this thing? Get off right now! Open the door and jump off."
1: So there's water me, there. You'll make it. It took me a good, you know. Two minutes before I realized, you know, after the initial shock of what just happened and the fact that we were swinging, mind you, if I if there's one takeaway that I must say of this attraction, you will bond with your family. You know, there was nothing. There's nothing quite like the fear factor that comes into play that really makes you realize how much you love someone. So there was a lot of bonding going on. Oh yeah, it was the best
0: and worst part of my whole trip
1: um like
0: I loved it after we got off and then you go yeah. around and it's like so painstakingly slow going around. it's like when you jump into a really cold pool and you're like walking around pacing back and forth like you don't really want to jump in that's how it is going around like it goes yeah. super slow
1: super slow but then the 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 swinging happens fiercely every every time it moves so every time it moves up and you go up like so at one point we were able to wait we knew when it was happening. You know, it doesn't—it doesn't swing per se the whole time. It's like this dramatic swing, and then it sways casually. Yeah, when you get so up the, on like three o'clock and nine o'clock. Yeah, um, I did notice when we were there for the two. You know, what really hit me was when I looked down and I noticed that there was um, motion sickness bags on the side <laughs> of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I thought, oh my goodness. So you that, know, so yeah. Anyway.
0: So then you get off, and you look up, and you're like, did anybody really look at us on there? Because it's kind of embarrassing that we went through all that even looking at it now. It's like, well, I'm embarrassed that I was that afraid when I was on there because it doesn't seem that high.
1: I said my prayers. I mean, there's things that you know. I don't even know what I promised the kids and, you know, whatever. Just get me off this thing. And I know that our oldest said that right behind us was a family with a very small child kind of peering over at us, you know, laughing, giggling. Must have been his fifth time on this thing. I can't imagine this was their first. And they were laughing at
0: us. Yeah. Well,
1: So glad that we were able to provide some comedy on the mickey mouse ferris wheel i'm not so, i'm never you're going on that again
0: <laughs> although anyway. at the end of the night we were thinking about going on again a second time we were like contemplating it when it was dark out
1: well didn't you find that after coming off mickey's fun no. mail, that you could you could conquer anything
0: no i no
1: yes you did we felt like bring on the attraction that is I true said to myself bring on whatever you got i can do it
0: and we went right on the swings
1: <laughs> we went right on the swings, which was lovely, by the way. It was. Um, what about the roller coaster? What do you think about that? I
0: thought it was great.
1: It was a lot like the rock and roller coaster, just outdoors.
0: I love outdoor roller coasters.
1: I do too. What, that's one of the thing about the rock and roller coasters that I don't like is that I can't ever quite determine. Because first of all, I'm, I'm gripping with fear, my eyes are usually s- sealed shut. But the very small times where I do open my eyes, I can't ever quite.
0: See where you are.
1: Yeah, I can't determine where the next dip is. So this was fun. I made a great friend. I was off alone on a lot of these attractions because you guys seem to pair up a lot. And we're an odd number of family. So you
0: were were the odd man out.
1: I was the odd man out, out, but I did. It was really that we saw
0: saw how you reacted on the first wheel. We didn't want to be seen with you anywhere else. Thanks a lot. (laughs) We said, we we do not know her.
1: You were the worst in the Ferris wheel. I don't was. even try to make any judgments on me. But I would say I did. I made a lot of friends. So <laughs> Don't be afraid to sit with strangers. You'll make best, especially on the thrilling attractions like the roller coaster and the others. You definitely make lifelong well friends. Lifelong yeah. friends. One of the like choo-choo ones, train
0: making a friend sit next to someone's kind of weird. You think so? Yeah, but on the on the roller coaster or the Goofy ride, you're fine.
1: You're right. You're, you're okay. Yes. So the Goofy Sky School, that's the one that we were waiting, which seemed like forever. And which is
0: the only line in both parks that I said – I mentioned before that said 40 minutes, and we were there for like two and a half hours.
1: Yeah. It felt like days. But after we got off the attraction, I realized why it was so long and why it was so popular. That was really a fun ride. It
0: was a fun ride.
1: That was something really – I think maybe because – it had goofy in the description so goofy sky school it instantly made me reflect to the barnstormer that's in the magic kingdom so i thought it was kind of like a charming roller coaster but not super thrilling so it surprised me that it was so such of a long wait but it really is a thrilling ride like i again i bonded with my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> I I made you. another best friend yep um just just a lot of fun a lot of laughs a lot of a lot of laughing we we did at Paradise Pier. I will say that, to me, summed up California Adventure. It, I really liked that part of it. Very old school, but a lot of bonding time, I think.
0: I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to.
1: Low expectations.
0: I had high expectations for Cars Land, and I was... Well, um, only
1: because of the weight.
0: Right. But uh, Paradise so Pier had can't... no expectations for it. I enjoyed that part of the park.
1: I, did, I, I agree with you. I, I really liked it a lot. So... I think we talked about a lot of a lot of attractions. What about some food?
0: The bread was good. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got.
1: That's all you gotta say. We I was in the park what about five minutes? And Bruce mentioned to me that they bake bread there and he's trying to tell me how you can buy this massive loaf of bread for I don't know, less than ten dollars. And he was so excited, dragged me all the way across. Meanwhile, I didn't even realize, I guess I sh- really should read, have read the map, but there's an actual bakery. Uh, you can t- tour them as they cook this amazing bread, sourdough bread. But they, what was neat was they come up with these huge loaves of bread, and you can choose you know, Mickey Mouse. But because it was Halloween, they had a giant um, pumpkin, pumpkin shape. Yeah, it was really... Really cute and I will say pretty cheap. You could you can just sit like peasants and eat your bread.
0: <laughs> yeah, eat your bread and drink some water.
1: <laughs> All you need is some cheese and you can call in a night. But really <laughs> but really what our our daughter you know, of course we wanted to do some fine signature dining. We didn't get a chance to do that. I've been dying to try Carthay Circle restaurant, but you know, that wasn't really in the game plan this this time around. I know it's not gonna be our last time in California Adventure, so we definitely have to try that next time we go we definitely did a lot of eating around cozy cone which was really cute Everything is in a cone
0: it was How, there's like yeah. pizza in a cone there's i saw pretzel bites in a cone there's obviously there's ice cream in a cone tons of tons of everything is in a cone it was it was pretty pretty neatly sh- uh themed
1: i just liked that it was it was whimsical and i liked I really liked the theming of Carlin a lot. And I think that it definitely made you feel like you were back in Radiator Springs. And even our daughter mentioned how the road changes. So in part of the movie, you know how they fix the road as part of his, what is it? Punishment? Yeah. He has to repave the
0: road because he messed it all up.
1: So straight ahead is, you know, perfectly black, shiny, new asphalt road and then to your left our daughter noticed hey look you know there's the older road which is right next to it so I thought that was cool it was now speaking of the bread bowl so we had an amazing so our daughter it was a fail in Disneyland we tried so hard to get a bread bowl there because they had bread bowls with clam chowder and you could smell it and see it and, but there was just the line was so long and there was really no place to sit so, unfortunately, we couldn't do that. But over in California Adventure, there was – The
0: Pacific Wharf Cafe is the name of the place we ate. Now, listen. Here's the thing. We must have hit the, the exact right time for that that night because you got in line. And I think I walked all the way back to the locker in the beginning and back, and you still were in line.
1: Listen, it wasn't that bad. But I'm telling you.
0: after you got done, the line was like – it looked like – we were in line for the Radiator Springs. I was like, is this the line for a bread bowl or a Radiator Springs? I wasn't sure <laughs> what's which one even, we
1: were at. What's even happening I here? thought like so they this...
0: offered something special because everybody got in line after that.
1: Yeah. Well, this is right next to that bakery tour I was telling you about. So I was, dis- I was bummed that we walked all the way at the beginning of the original earlier on in the day and we got that bread because right here was the bakery tour and you could buy the bread right there and actually see them baking. It's a self-guided walking tour, but you can see them Um, bake this incredible bread which is that sourdough bread that really when you're there I see for me I need hearty foods when I'm in any kind of theme park when I'm in Walt Disney World whether I'm in you know Disneyland I want things that stick to my bones mostly because I just want to have a hearty meal and be done like I don't want to be constantly hungry right so when we saw these bread bowls I instantly and it happened to be a cool evening so it really set the scene, but we ordered our bread bowls. Actually, our oldest got mac and cheese in a bread bowl. Can you imagine? I couldn't. I didn't even realize mac and cheese comes in a bread bowl. <laughs> One of us ordered the clam chowder. Another few ordered the broccoli and cheese. The seasonal specialty was the mac and cheese. Actually, um, really good. I tried really them delicious. all, and they were all good. <laughs> you did. <laughs> You're gonna be done with that. You're yeah. gonna be done with
0: that. <laughs> Giving the kids the evil eye, making sure they weren't eating it all. <laughs>
1: But really good overall, and and inexpensive in the way where our two, well, one's a preteen, I guess, and teenager shared, and it was plenty. Yes. And so it didn't seem, and for ten ninety nine, I mean, to share a meal that was for us being in being in California, Adventure, it was doable. So and hearty, like I said, so I really loved that part of it. Um. So yeah, that's um, all I'm going to say. All right, good. <laughs>
0: and then it kind of got dark, okay. and it, it really got. It really, again, was – it was because the World of Color was going on, and I think um it, it's just different for us than Disney World where it gets busier and busier the later you get at night. And as, as it got dark there, it was really just getting really crowded and hard to walk around
1: anywhere. Which is fine by me, but I just – I wish I had no, known this beforehand, although it's really hard to determine. Maybe it was just that specific night. You know, We don't know, but I think that – it's definitely different than I had imagined. And I, all my planning and the things that I normally do in Walt Disney World were out the window Yes, <laughs> for this vacation. Definitely. But it's fine. It was small enough where it didn't matter per se. And yeah, we didn't get to do everything. We actually didn't get to see World of Color. I know everyone's going to be really shocked about this because that was one of the things that were was on the must use. So many emails, voicemails, and messages about seeing that. So. But it gives us a reason to go back.
0: Definitely. So, what are your overall thoughts on California Adventure?
1: I loved it. I thought that that it was fun. It was a fun way to connect with the kids in a, I would say, nostalgic feeling park. Like the the, I really liked the pier part of it. Hollywood Land, I loved because again, I loved the nostalgia. But to me, I. Get so much of that in Hollywood Studios, which I hope doesn't change too drastically, actually speaking of. I can fulfill that there, so I don't necessarily need to see that in in Hollywood land, but I do like it. One thing that I forgot to mention that I can't believe because we said earlier was the trolleys. And the red car trolley, we made the bestest friend. Well, that's how we ended the night. All right, so red car trolley. We hop on. First of all, we had seen the red car trolley, or almost gotten run over by the red car trolley quite a few <laughs> times throughout the day. But we never really got the chance to hop on, and I, it was it was part of my list. I really wanted to hop on the trolley and really feel that feeling that Walt Disney had. And, But every time we seemed to walk over to catch the next trolley, it seemed like a 10, 15-minute wait. So we thought – I don't know. We were just impatient, I guess, that day. But, at the end of the night, to wrap it up, there it was waiting for us, and I thought, you know it was the middle of the night. I remember it took some convincing overall because I know that the kids wanted to do a little bit of souvenir shopping and to the kids, I mean Bruce, but um, I need my the, mug, you needed your mug, I know, I get it, listen, I get it. so this is a trolley car it runs it says it runs about eight minutes, and it's a vintage street car, and it just looks so neat. I just love the way it has that nostalgic look about it. But what was really fun was once we were on board, we met a cast member on there driving the trolley. His name is Brandon. So shout out to Brandon. If you guys are – anyone going out there anytime soon and see Brandon, tell him we said hello. He's the one that gave us such rich Disney history. He's, he stumped me. But Bruce was – you were on your game that night. You had things coming out. I mean he was trying to stump you with some Disney history. But <laughs>
0: I proved my Disney dollars that night.
1: I was impressed. It was almost as if you you guys had planned it beforehand. Like you know you what happened him. was okay. He
0: just happened to ask the four questions. I know. Oh right. <laughs> I got lucky.
1: So it was pure was, luck. It was pure luck. But what was so fun was it was late at night. I mean, at this point, we were all kind of exhausted anyway, and we sat on this comfortable trolley and we met this incredible, passionate cast member who really truly loves Walt Disney history. And loves his career because he seemed to have the most fun taking us on this trolley. But what was really interesting was as he was telling us all these stories, it was time for our stop. And I looked at him and I said, do we have to get off? And he said, absolutely not. You can hang out with me. And he said, matter of fact. He's like, I'm I'm going to be heading
0: to the front of the trolley. Why don't you come join me? He like had people move down so we could like sit next to him and keep continuing the conversation.
1: (laughs) I thought that was adorable, and so it it got to the point where we had to get off.
0: We had to get because there's only about 15 seats on the trolley, and we were taking up about five of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we we felt kind of bad. Although Brandon said, you know, you're more than welcome to stay, but we just we just had to feel a little bad. Although we definitely have to go visit again. But if you go in the Disney history and the details, so if you read about the cars, I just want to say, you know, how I love kind of and locking things and everything. This says here that each car is assigned a number that corresponds to significant dates in the Disneyland Resort history. The red car trolley number seven seventeen, which honors the date Walt Disney dedicated the Disneyland Park, July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. The green car, t- the green red car trolley, is number six two three. In the summer of nineteen twenty three, Walt Disney and his brother Roy arrived in Los Angeles and founded the Walt Disney Company. So how how cool that they incorporated such great significant moments in disney history i that's what i really loved about california adventure it's like i know he wasn't part of that but it's incredible to me that they honor his history and that's something that you and i have talked about many many times that we want things that really reflect how it all began and just the stories that we feel are very important to share and our interview with Rolly definitely goes into that a little bit. Yeah,
0: we, the the interviews that we're doing with these Disney legends and Imagineers, and you know other people in the Disney community as well, not just Imagineers, are going to be focused more on those aspects of the of the parks and the history of the company itself.
1: Exactly, exactly. So we had a lot of fun on this trolley, and thank you to Brandon for making our experience that even that much better and very informative Disney history. I hope that everyone out there gets a chance to meet him and gets to hear some Disney history. That was great. So uh, takeaways is should, Maybe we should have him on the show.
0: Yeah, we'll call him. See if he wants to come on. <laughs> okay, good. Sorry. Uh, the takeaway is I thought that we would go to Disney Disneyland and, you know, two days would be enough. And the people who said that, I mean, maybe people are masters at it and they go from thing to thing to thing. But uh, the people who said you need three and four days are right. You do need kind of three and four days visiting there to be able to enjoy everything.
1: Yeah, it's definitely our motto of, like, slowing down a little bit and, you know, being able to not only see everything but also absorb everything, which is hard to do in one day. But That being, I mean, sa-
0: that being said, get to Radiator Spring Racers first <laughs> and just go on it. Yeah. Unless Don't you get look a at Fast the- Pass for later, which I did hear, rumor mill has it, that they are bringing digital Fast Passes to Disneyland.
1: That is the rumor mill, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I did. I must say, though, I actually liked the old school – I'm so corny when it comes to that. I like the old school paper ticket and – It makes right you think ticket. twice
0: about running to get a fast pass where um, – because no, you know I you got to go all the way over there and be like, do I really need a fast pass? We can just wait, we'll just wait in line.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like that part of it. It's kind of – it kind of gets – it kind of – Makes you appreciate it more maybe, you know? Yes. It's from what I remember as a kid anyway. Like we talked about in the past on, on different, different episodes was that, you know, when I was a kid, you waited in line 60, 90, whatever minutes. And you were happy about it because you could not wait. And there was no fancy cues. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> so, you know, that part of that excitement, so build and build and build. And you didn't mind waiting. So nowadays I feel like we got really spoiled.
0: We did. And if you are going to Disneyland or you're planning a trip, uh, go check out our friends over at Enchanted Escapes. They can help you book your vacation, your – I don't know if they can book your Fast Passes because there aren't any there. But they can book your uh, resort reservations, your dining reservations, help you do the whole trip so you don't have to do anything like we had to do where we went last minute and we messed it all up. So go to Enchanted-Escapes.com. <laughs> they can help you book your whole trip whether you go to Disneyland or Disney World. They could take the stress out of your next vacation. Cool. Thank you to them. Um, so. So wrapping up now, let's wrap it up. We've been talking for about an hour, which is our longest podcast episode ever.
1: Ever. And I'm getting <laughs> a little fancy. I to say, the, I was say long, lo, lot to say about that Ferris wheel. We probably could go back and take some of that out. But it was truly a pivotal moment in our vacation. Yes. And I, I really wanted to make sure I highlighted as much as possible so okay. if you have if
0: you've had any Ferris Wheel experience like that if it was great or if it was horrible like ours you send us an email <laughs> info at unlockingthemagic.com we want to hear about it or better yet join us on Facebook we actually switched the day Connie did you know that
1: I just learned about it so actually. Monday it was now, a curveball it was a I did a, a poll
0: and in typical Bruce fashion I did a poll and I said hey what would you rather Fridays or Thursdays for our live show um, in, in typical Bruce fashion you know what happened I chose Monday
1: it's not Monday yeah yep yep so, hey listen I know I I will just carry on everybody was
0: like Thursday Friday Thursday Friday and I'm like you know what how about Monday now
1: <laughs> wow it is typical Bruce fashion so you know now everybody knows what I have to live with you know so, so it's Monday at 8 <laughs> o'clock
0: so join us Mondays 8pm Eastern Time Facebook. Magical Mondays yeah. that's
1: what one of our listeners said so I agree with you though I I although it was a curveball and a surprise to me I think that it, it is going to be a lot of fun definitely I think start our week off right
0: I hope anyway so come check us out over at facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic come say hello uh, our email info at unlocking the and at the future okay. tunes if you're not, if you're just listening to this hit the subscribe button so you don't miss those
1: cool alright everybody thank you so much for listening and join us Monday
0: excellent see ya
1: Bye.